Good evening and welcome to 3AM Thoughts. I'm your host, Riley Bird. If you're new, follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That's l-i-n-k-s dot b-y-r-d f-l-o-c-k dot com. If you're already in the Bird Flock cult, make sure to spread the word and leave a five-star review wherever you listen. All right, let's get to it. All right, today we have a very interesting prompt where a fan actually wrote to me and asked, are men and women equal? And the answer is no. And if you thought that that was the case, then you were incorrect. Now, obviously, I'm not talking about a human rights perspective. Obviously, all people should be treated with dignity and respect. However, men and women are not equal. Now, the initial conversation was about sexual activity. Is it possible to be in an equal relationship where there is equal uh, sexual urge and there is equal financial stability? And that's a fantasy. And I'll tell you why. There is always going to be somebody that wants more than their partner. That just is how it is. That is the law of the jungle. Now, is there a reason for that? Well, we could go into the numerous animals that prove this very point, but I'm going to first pay attention to sexual activity. Now, the question was asked because it was sort of a prompt to be like, is this was actually just a clever way for them to get me to talk about prostitutes, but I've really, you know, beat that dead horse into the ground. So the reason I won't talk about prostitutes again is because relationships are a modified form of prostitution because if it were an equal exchange, then there would be no money or resources involved. It would be an equal exchange for both parties and they wouldn't need anything extra for it. Now, traditionally, the female in that exchange needs resources and the male prefers sexual activity more than resources. So men work to get resources to give to women so that they will have sex with them. That is just like the base level of that interaction. Is there anything wrong with that? I don't really see anything wrong with that, but like, let's look at it for what it is. And if you're mad about it, like be mad about it. I don't know what to tell you, but we will go into it so that you're a little bit more informed and maybe see that this doesn't come from like a jaded or hateful perspective. It just is an objective reality and you can choose to view it through whatever lens that you would prefer, but this is just how it is. So, so first we'll get into it from a physiological standpoint. So by and large, male animals tend to be much larger and stronger than females. And that is in part because they have to compete for more resources. So the response then was posed, oh, well, let's say, you know, uh, a male and a female get into a fight and the female uh, isn't just completely annihilated. So to that, I respond, uh, 
I have actually uh, quite a diverse, you know, group of uh, pets. So in our house, we have a male cat, which is quite large, and two female cats, one of which is the same size as the male cat, and one of them is significantly smaller. Now, when this male cat would like to play with his siblings, uh, he will, you know, pull his punches essentially because he knows that he's not allowed to play with the females if he's too mean and aggressive. They won't play with him. So is it equal that then that male cat is not biting or scratching the female cats to the ferocity that he would if his uh, if his sparring partner were a male? And no, that's not equal. Of course it's not. You know, you can even see this kind of disparity if you go into a gym. So the gyms that uh, my significant other uh, teaches at and trains at, the gym attendance began at about 50-50. And over time, you could see a significant drop in female attendance. And one, that's because they can't physically compete with the men. So the motivation and the amount of praise that is rendered for you know, completing a physical task is lessened significantly. Second of all, a big driver for female attendance is flirting. And if the men are there practicing and focusing and really doing what they should be doing at a gym, the women aren't getting much attention. So that drops off. So first you have the physical aspect of it. Then you have the psychosexual uh yeah, I think that's the correct term. But essentially the mental component, uh, the mental component then becomes, okay, well, I'm not getting sexual attention from this interaction, then I'm going to leave. And then the third version is men do not distribute praise to the degree that women need praise. And you can even check out uh, Michaela Peterson uh, makes an excellent comment on that in one of her recent episodes where she says that if, she, if a man has you know, done something in a project that isn't to satisfaction. She can just tell him, hey, don't do it again. But with a woman, she feels that she has to have uh, essentially the kid gloves on because, you know, she has to be very mindful of the wording that she uses and she has to also shower the girl with praise while also telling her to not do that activity again. And that's just, you know, that's just where we differ. It's not necessarily good. It's not necessarily bad. It just is. And that's really the point that I'm trying to drive home with you guys right now. Now on to the uh, more sexual component of why we're not equal. Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a frightening flock fact. Did you know that great white sharks can smell blood in the water up to three miles away? But don't worry, you're more likely to be killed by a bee than a shark. You can get more flock facts and a devilishly good time over at OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. Again, find more fascinating nature facts and see my pumpkin spice porn at OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Um, in animal kingdoms, generally polyamory is more of a thing than we do in society. But the reason that we don't do that as a, you know, bipedal hominid is because, and this has been discussed at length with uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson. So if you would care to take a deep dive into that, I, you know, I applaud your efforts to do so. But 
polygamist societies tend to lead to extremely violent societies. And you can see that in Arabic and uh, Latin American cultures. It's very well documented. I'm sure you can also see that in earlier Asian cultures, like just to name a few, it is so common that it pops up in just about every instance in human society where we have existed in polyamorous societies. So go ahead and check that out if you should care to do so. And the reason that that would happen is because the females have to compete to stay within that harem and the beta males, which are not the ones that garner these harems of females, fight both each other and other males to get those females. And it creates a very aggressive society. Not to mention the fact that um, in a survey I've conducted recently that men don't really care to um, engage in intercourse with their, you know, pregnant harem. So men have this driving force to just like breed as many females as they can get. Like that just is nature. Like our entire biological imperative is to breed which I go against every single day. So, you know, there is the rare exception of people that just defy nature and nature punishes you for it. It's probably why I'm insane. So, also to be noted that when women are put on birth control, they prefer beta males. Isn't that peculiar? That when we live in a society that emphasizes monogamy, we are also given the availability of pharmaceuticals that tend to make us prefer a more docile male. Isn't that peculiar? Because when a woman is ovulating, she will prefer an alpha male at a rate that is so much higher. It is just ridiculous that this isn't stated in any of the health classes that I have been mandated to take for any of the degrees that I've had. So... Just to be clear, I never finished any of those degrees because college is a scam. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, Riley, well, you know, if these traits are, you know, not as important, wouldn't we see a physiological difference? Well, you actually can see a physiological difference in uh, quite a few species. For example, hawks value um, the female being able to protect her clutch of nests protect her clutch of eggs more than they value the male gathering resources because the males can actually be much smaller um, and still be able to hunt. So that is a trade-off that nature has designed for that. Also frogs, it's more important for the female to be able to produce a very large brood of frogs uh, so that the male in a lot of those species actually just essentially evolves to be a, a essentially a penis. So it's not, well, I mean, more so uh, a pair of testes, but you get the point. So do we want a society where men are essentially just breeding receptacles? Because that's certainly not a society that I would like to live in. I prefer to live in this society. And you can call me a misogynist all that you want because it's probably true, but that is the way it is. And that's the society I would prefer to be in. Hawk society is not a great society. There is a lot of bloodshed and a lot of strife and, you know, the hatch rate of their eggs isn't even that great. So uh, 
I would prefer to be in a society that has far less infanticide. And if you go into touching again on polyamory um, societies within animals where uh, the males are polygamous, they tend to commit a lot of infanticide. And you can go ahead and see that in lions where the child rearing is very different, where the male has a he has like an absurd way to deal with not raising the offspring of another male and putting the females into estrus where he will just like, you know, commit a purge essentially on all of her offspring, which is horrible and gruesome, but that's how lions do. Now, women in society have a very different reproductive window than men. Men can have children well into their elder years, but women have a very short amount of time where they are reproductive and fertile. So if you're a man and you're deciding to just like essentially hit it and quit it with the girl, you're actually doing our entire species a disservice. And I'm not even saying that you shouldn't do it, but I do think that people should be mindful that it gets real dark for women when it gets about that 40 year mark where you're essentially staring being entirely barren in the face. And for some women, that's totally fine. But by and large, women are not down with that. I would even venture to guess that most women that don't want to have children would fall into the minority of women. And that's just reproductive biology. So again, if you're mad, I don't know what to tell you. It just is what it is. So Hello, my bird flock. It's time for a frightening flock fact. Did you know that koalas have chlamydia? And yes, you are correct. They can give you STDs. You can get more flock facts and a devilishly good time over at OnlyFans.com forward slash Riley Bird. Again, find more frightening nature facts and see my pumpkin spice porn at OnlyFans.com forward slash R-I-L-E-Y-B-Y-R-D. Women really don't want to be equal, and I'll explain what I mean by that. So as, you know, those of you who are familiar with Riley Bird lore, I'm bisexual, and I've actually gone on quite a few dates with women, and something interesting that I've noted is that women (laughs) really don't like going Dutch. So if you take men completely out of the equation, it's still not equal because the amount of dates that I've gone on where the woman essentially expects me to pay for her date, despite the fact that neither of us have a functioning penis, is like over 50%. So that isn't even equal. The desire for women to have their partners um, essentially expend resources for their time and entertainment. And I don't even have a problem with that because like I said, I would like to be in a more male-dominated society because this diamorphism works the best for society. Now, men are giving up quite a bit to be in a society that essentially uh, pushes monogamy because, like I said, men do just fine in polygamous societies. In fact, it's preferable, and that's why you see it all over the place in nature. And I know what you're probably thinking too. Oh, well, but most bird species mate for life. Well, that's not actually true because if you take the genetic material of the chick, you can see that females engage in, you know, a cert- to a certain extent cuckoldry in order to have a more diverse 
genetic pool. So it's better for society as a whole to be polygamous, except that it's extremely violent. So men are giving up their right to have uh, more genetic resources in the gene pool to have uh, more access to females and essentially get to flaunt their strength and prowess. Um, And that's for females. So even them giving up the power in the situation to be in the society that objectively they did not make the decision to be in, that in and of itself doesn't make it equal. So, so it's unfortunate that a society that can really only function from men giving up their innate strength and participating in a society that arguably they would prefer the opposite of, um, women tend to be very, very flippant about this. And I think that it's important to both recognize that this entire pseudo ecosystem that we've created via society is not equal. And I think that, you know, as women, we do have a responsibility to recognize that and to appreciate that sacrifice. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, every single man deserves the respect that every, you know, every other person does or whatever. But I am saying that they are giving up quite a bit to participate in the society that we prefer. So instead of acting like men are these terrible, horrible monsters, I think it would be probably best to appreciate them and judge them based on their merits. I mean, that's what we would like to have done is to be judged on our merits. So, you know, just do that. I mean, I I don't really need to make a whole thing on this, right? Like, just treat people like you're equal until they prove to be otherwise. That seems pretty, you know, obvious, right? Well, it wasn't, so that's why I read the prompt today. And for the ladies listening that are still super mad at this premise that men and women aren't equal, I would direct you to Venus and Serena Williams, who are arguably some of the best female tennis players on the planet. But the important pre-qualifier to that is female tennis players. And I'll get to what I mean by that by saying that Venus and Serena played a 200th level male tennis champion who was drunk and had either a sprained wrist or twisted ankle and they could not beat him. And am I going to be salty about that until the end of time? Yes, but it does bring into the light a stark contrast between men and women. Men are better at certain things And women are better at getting men to do things for them. So that just is what it is. And when you accept the objective reality of those things, then it makes it a lot easier to work within the confines of reality. And that doesn't mean that I don't get super salty that guys that I disagree with that I find particularly deplorable or disgusting, um, they're stronger than me. And they're better at running fast and climbing ropes and hitting balls and stuff. And would I like that to be me? Yes, but that just isn't a thing until we as a society develop mech suits. And that'll be the fall of society, I'm convinced, because once women get the power of men in their hands, like I would have 
so much rage in my body that I would likely have to be stopped like a supervillain. So just so you guys are aware, um, when we develop mech suits as a society, that will be my villain origin story. And that concludes our podcast for the day. And if you have just like a burning behavioral question that you just have to have answered, go ahead and send that to the new email. That is 3amthoughtswithrileybird at gmail.com. That is going to be, again, uh, 3, as in the number, amthoughtswithrileybird at gmail.com. I'll go ahead and put that in the notifications link, which you guys are all familiar with. So, yeah, enjoy. Dearest Bird Flock, I once again wanted to thank you for your support. I know that you had a choice of cult, and I'm happy that you chose mine. Don't forget to follow links.birdflock.com for all your notifications. That is L-I-N-K-S dot B-Y-R-D F-L-O-C-K dot com. And leave a review wherever you listen.